Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Rise Up SD Podcast. Did you know that we are officially, as I mean, members of this podcast and listeners of this podcast, in our 40s? We're in the 40s. It's 40s. unbelievable. Here we were. 40 plus days. Maybe it'd be a couple of weeks and now we're in our 40s, but yeah. ain't that the way life goes? I know. So not bad. So um, today um, we got kind of a cool topic for you guys. Um, as a lot of you know and have uh, experience. experience, I should say, even know, is that you're kind of quarantined. So um, <laughs> wow. Shocking wow. revelation. Shocking after 40 days. Plus, um, 40 plus days. But we... We had a, uh, we've had a couple of suggestions, but we were also doing a little bit of thinking um, as far as what we've experienced and what we've been um, dealing with in quarantine and right. some of the things that maybe could improve that quarantine a bit and some of the things that we're doing. And uh, we thought maybe some suggestions about how to improve cooking an essential function <laughs> might be kind <laughs> of, of cooking, fun. Right. So I think we're, some of us are going to take out and trying to support local businesses as we can, but um if take out every night is not really feasible yeah for well the pocketbook but even more than the pocketbook maybe the waistband do you is just not call it a ideal. pocketbook pocketbook my grandmother calls yeah. it a pocketbook i know that's the old school version <laughs> oh my grandmother was born in like 1917 well no that's what you call it <laughs> i love it but anyway it it probably isn't feasible for most of us to be getting food from that is prepared by somebody else Every night, right? Or every right. day. And, and so a lot of us have been forced to cook a little more. And so we might be getting a little bored with what we're doing because we get stuck in our ruts. We all do this, right? Yeah. Maybe you really like cooking and maybe you hate it. But um, whether you do love it or you really dislike it, hopefully um, being able to liven it up and make it a little bit more creative without making it super complicated, which is what we're going to talk about with um, yeah. seasonings and spices today might be something that will make it a little bit more fun and um, taste a little better yeah. for you. So as Addie said, bringing seasonings to cooking is not as complicated as most people want to make it out to believe. And it also is not as complicated, but it's very healthy, right? We all know that if you cook things in butters and oils, they taste better, right? So I'm not saying discount that at all times, but also throwing a really, really good seasoning mix in can bring out that flavor and really good, you know, essence of whatever you're cooking. And it makes it a lot more um, exciting. I mean, even if you do fry your potatoes and butter, say, yeah, they're going to taste good. Potatoes and butter are a classic combination. But if you threw some really good seasoned salt in there, for example, which we'll talk about, that could change the whole flavor profile. And maybe you could, you know, let go of a little bit of the butter. Um, And this is something we actually talk about a lot in our Simple 30 program, which is focused Learn on how to season. Yeah, putting good good stuff in and getting good stuff out. And um, for a lot of people saying, okay, well, I really don't like to just eat vegetables or I really don't like to just eat, you know, fill in the blank unless I prepare it this way that I've always prepared it, maybe with unhealthier things. If you learn or you start to experiment with how to season things in a new way, you might actually like them a lot more. Yeah. Like if you just steam raw vegetables and eat raw vegetables, they're very plain and very yeah, boring. I, like I don't There's love not just a lot of plain flavor. steamed broccoli either. You're no. not alone in that. Right. But if you <laughs> add a little seasoning mix or even if you saute them in a little seasoning, it might bring out a little oh, more. Oh, yeah. It's a pizzazz. game changer. Yeah. Game changer. Okay. 
So what we're going to do is um, um, I will link this website in the show notes, but we don't expect you to remember all this, but we're going to read through eight different um, mixes that you can do on your own. And these are just ones that I pulled up. These are not ones that are the end all be all, you know, necessarily. Yeah. There's a whole wide world of the internet and cookbooks um, that have different suggestions for you. Uh, but, but this is just an idea we want to kind of put in your head. Hey, you probably have most of these things in your cabinet. Here's yep. a starting point. Here's Here a starting point. And this is what you, you can do. And if you want to make some of these great, and if you want to expand and go beyond it even better. Um, but we, I even do this myself is that I'll be like, okay, I kind of feel like this style of seasoning and then I'll look up a bunch of recipes and be like, what do I have in the kitchen? What works and everything else? Yeah. So, and what do I like? Are you, yeah. you know, if you're a really big pepper fan, add more pepper or, right. you know, whatever. So, so we'll get into it. So let's, let's just dive into it here. Okay. So chili powder mix is going to be the first one we're going to do. Okay. So if you like a little spice, if you're not a spicy person, just ignore this one. Well, if you this love one spice. It's not actually just spice though. It's like flavor. Okay. That's just, if you can't handle spice, you might not like this one, but if you can, Here's what I like. It's a little chili powder mix. That doesn't mean it's chili powder, but this can go, again, on chicken, vegetables, fish, no poultry, anything. Chili, even. Chili. Chili, even. Um, so we have two tablespoons garlic powder, two tablespoons cumin. Teaspoons. They're, those are both teaspoons. Sorry. Teaspoons and teaspoons. <laughs> That's a big difference. I was going to say that. Make sure you do read it because. <laughs> yes, make sure you read it. <laughs> something says a teaspoon and you put it in a tablespoon. <laughs> That's, That's a, very true. You might get a surprise. One teaspoon teaspoon ground cayenne pepper, one teaspoon dry oregano leaf, and one teaspoon sweet paprika. So if you look through that, um, other than the cayenne pepper, there's not a lot of stuff that's super spicy in that, actually. Yeah, so you can kind of adjust it. You know, more cayenne will give you a little bit more. Right. Okay. Um, Okay, so let's move on. So the first one I'm going to talk about is taco seasoning mix. So I'm actually vegetarian, um, so I wouldn't put this in ground beef, but you absolutely could. That's kind of the traditional route. But you could also put this in anything else that you think would taste good in the realm of taco. You could do it with um, tofu. You could do it with eggs. You could do it with beans. You could do it with rice. Um, It's just kind of a basic place to start with that. So this one starts with a quarter cup of instant minced onion, which I take to be kind of the dried chopped onions that they sell. Um, Two tablespoons of chili powder, two teaspoons of paprika, one teaspoon of smoked paprika, but I bet you could get away with just putting in more regular pepper. Yeah. Two teaspoons of crushed dried red pepper flakes, two teaspoons dried oregano, or if you're in the UK, oregano leaves, one teaspoon dried marjoram leaves, one tablespoon of salt, one teaspoon of pepper, three tablespoons of cornstarch, which I imagine just kind of helps to actually meld everything together. That's cornstarch doesn't really have a flavor yeah so you might want to omit that if you're not putting it on something that needs to stick together like ground beef does um so just keep that in mind um a tablespoon of instant minced garlic and a teaspoon of ground cumin yeah so there's a lot of stuff in that but you might have a lot of those in your um your spice cabinet already the one that you never open right okay so next one is everything in bagel mix (sighs) seasoning Love so if you have one of those bagel. everything bagel seasoning, they're amazing. They're so good. A um, couple things I want to mention. Uh, Trader Joe's has a very good everything bagel seasoning they do. mix. So, so if you're like, that. this sounds great, but I don't want to make it, check out the one at Trader yes. Joe's. And uh, I like this on a couple things. You can do this on eggs if you yes, want that seasoning. that's my number one thing to put it on. Hard-boiled eggs. You can put it on uh, any scrambled eggs. egg, any kind of eggs. All okay. eggs. Also, if you want to do a little, I like an Ezekiel toast avocado spread with... 
fresh tomato and a bagel seasoning. Mm, oh my especially god! Especially with a squeeze so of lemon good. juice or vinegar. So good, and you could even put this on chicken. So I've done all that. Um, so here's the one they have. There's some other versions, but two tablespoons poppy seeds, one and a half tablespoons black sesame seeds, one and a half tablespoons dried minced onions, one and a half tablespoons dried minced garlic, one tablespoon white sesame seeds, plain or toasted. Toasted is always better, but toasted no is always better. Too. You're going to toast the bagel, though. Maybe not. Yeah. Also, this is just a tip for you on cooking. If you're putting nuts in anything, always toast your nuts. It makes yes. a big difference. Yeah. One and a half teaspoons uh, sea salt flakes or kosher salt. Yeah, so just bigger chunks of salt they're yes. talking about in that. Like you would see flaked on your bagel. I'd throw a little pepper in there too, but that's just bagels. Love bagels. Okay, moving on. So this one is my favorite one. Um, and it is maybe not something that you're wanting right as we're going into the hot summer months, but as we go into fall. Um, this is pumpkin spice seasoning. So something that actually doesn't have sugar in it to begin with. So this seasoning, even though we kind of associate it automatically with sweet things like pumpkin spice lattes, um, which by the way, when someone wants to get a pumpkin spice latte, don't tease them about it. Just let them enjoy it. Anyway, that's an aside, but you could put this on oatmeal. You could put it on apples that you're, you know, spicing up. You could put it on, um, anything sweet, but you could also put it on something savory. You could put it on um, a lot of like the winter kind of roasted vegetables, mm-hmm. so uh, butternut squashes, um, sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes. You could put it in like they recommend putting it in muffins or pancake batter, which of course sounds amazing. Um, but it's a really great kind of warming uh, fall seasoning. So this one has two tablespoons of cinnamon, a tablespoon of ginger, um, a teaspoon and a half of nutmeg, and a teaspoon and a half of allspice. The only thing I would consider adding to that, if you like the flavor of it, is a bit of cloves, but use that pretty sparingly because it's a pretty strong flavor. Right, and that's a super simple and easy one. It's really good. Yeah. On to the next. Okay, next one, uh, curry powder mix. So there's lots of curries. There's a million and a half curries A lot curries of us think, you know, a lot of us, I think, mostly go to either, you know, Indian-style curries or maybe um, Asian or Thai-style curries. There's a yeah, lot of them. Yeah, there's, there's Japanese there's curry. There's so many. There's Indian curries. There's yeah. Thai curries. There's North so, and South Indian curries. There's yes. everything. So here's just a general kind of curry mix. But if you want that spice, that's just something to kind of start on. Or you can Google kind of your own style. Yeah, Thai or if you're looking for a really specific style that you yeah. love. Yeah. So this is good. And I love this. I, I like it more of a diced up chicken. And I, I like to say to people too, is like go with if it's a curry powder mix that you're doing. Put it on the maybe meat or, you know, vegetables you're eating and then also, you know, complement it with something else that you're doing in the meal, right? So it's like you might want to sprinkle this on your vegetables and might have a little chicken with it too. So it's like complement. You wouldn't want to do one crazy seasoning for the vegetables and then another crazy seasoning. Right, for the right, meat. right. You wouldn't want to be like, I'm going to put right like a, like a Mexican style taco seasoning on my chicken and then put that on top of my curry vegetables. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Depends on the meal. So this is uh, one uh, tablespoon turmeric, three bay leaves, uh, remove lower stem. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not, you don't want to be chewing on the stem. Three tablespoons coriander, two tablespoons cumin seed, uh, two uh, teaspoons ginger, one teaspoon white pepper, one to three teaspoons chili flakes. So this is the one I love. They say one to three. How spicy do you want it? Basically, yeah. all right. And then one clove. 
full pinch or round, okay? So this is one of those things that when you look at these recipes, don't take into account too that I need to be exact. Like, oh my God, I have everything there, but I don't have white pepper. Do I need to run to the store to get white pepper? Yeah, you no, just, you just add some black pepper. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Right. Or I mean, pink those pepper, are the things, if right? You have pink peppercorns laying around. Yeah, exactly. Or it says one to three teaspoons chili flakes. Oh, do you really like chili? Okay, add a little yeah. more. Well, and this add, is yeah, two start. teaspoons ginger. I love ginger. I might add a little more ginger. Yeah. Start with the recipe, taste it. What do you want more of? Have fun. Yep. All right, moving on to the next. Uh, this is a dry rub for barbecue. So, um, like I said before, I am a vegetarian, but I love, 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 love barbecue sauce. Um, and I love barbecue flavor. So barbecue potato chips are actually my favorite flavor of potato chips. Um, but this is a dry rub that, so you can, you can do it in the traditional way with, um, you know, beef, pork, chicken, whatever meat you want. Yeah. But you'd rub it on, you'd leave it, not add a specialty, but you could do that. But there's a yeah, lot I don't of know. You, you, do. you put it on, you sprinkle it and it cooks. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, but you could also put it on, um, I saw a recipe in one of my favorite cookbooks, um, which is from Smitten Kitchen, where she puts it on uh, sweet potatoes and she cooks them like she's cooking meat, which I think is super cool. Um, but you could put it on all sorts of different stuff and just experiment with it. Um, so the basic recipe here, so this one does include sugar um, and it includes white sugar. I know Kyle would probably omit the sugar altogether. I would add a smaller a amount bit, yeah. of probably brown sugar, or I might even do it. This doesn't make it a dry rub, so it kind of negates it. But um, like maple syrup, I think, is actually a great alternative in that flavor profile. But I, I wouldn't be highly above the, on the maple syrup as opposed to the, the white sugar. I think yeah. It's a much better source. Um, so this goes one-third cup of paprika, a quarter cup of sugar, two tablespoons of black pepper, two tablespoons of salt, two teaspoons dry mustard, two teaspoons chili powder, one teaspoon white pepper, and half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. And again, adjust to taste if you like a lot more heat and spice. Of course, you could up the cayenne pepper. Yeah. Okay, so next time we get the poultry season mix. This is more of a, like a, if you want a very herby style, you know. Yes, uh, very aromatic. Aromatic. Mm -hmm. Chicken, uh, mostly chicken fish it's good on, and I, I would say very good on vegetables. Yeah, it's kind of like a French like herbs de Provence feel. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, so on this one too, um, so let's read this recipe for this poultry seasoning mix. And you can buy poultry seasoning too. I always think it's better when you mix it yourself, but it's a very, that's just one of the easy things <laughs> yeah, to buy. Yeah, look, life is hard if you don't have time it, to mix it yourself. Just go buy some poultry buy seasoning some. and try it, right? Two <laughs> tablespoons dry uh, marjor marjoram. Marjoram, an herb. Marjoram, it's an herb, yep. Two tablespoons uh, dried savory. Also an herb, look that up. Yep. Two teaspoons dried parsley, one tablespoon dried sage. I love sage with um, pumpkin ravioli. They're just kind of great, yeah. <sighs> one, one and a half teaspoons of dried thyme, uh, one pinch of rosemary, and one pinch of um, onion powder. So this is a very herby, as you mentioned, everything there's like herbs, mm -hmm. right? Um, if I were doing this and then I would add in a little bit of, you can't go wrong with a little bit of garlic, salt, and pepper as well just takes a little bit of the edge of the herb off that'd be me yeah but that might also be something that you would want to add to your food to taste after you like instead of correct you could do like, that if after you were as mixing well. up a little like a bigger batch of this right. seasoning then you might want to leave those things out and right. put them on your food so you can kind of do it yeah to taste. that's a good idea so this is a very herby one so all right so take us to our last one eh? number eight homemade seasoned salt oh yeah i love 
salt. You guys, I love it so much. I, 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 I can't even tell you anyway. Um, so seasoned salt just brings a little bit more dimension to salt and you could make like a million different kinds of seasoned salt, but this goes on basically anything savory. It could go on any vegetables you want. It could go on your breakfast. It could go on your lunch. It could go in your sandwich. It could go on your avocado toast. Literally anything that accepts salt will accept this and it will make it better. So this particular recipe starts with six tablespoons of salt, a half a teaspoon of dried thyme leaves, half a teaspoon of marjoram, half a teaspoon of garlic salt or garlic powder, two and a quarter teaspoons of paprika, a quarter teaspoon of curry powder, one teaspoon of dry mustard, a quarter teaspoon onion powder, an eighth of a teaspoon of dill weed, and half a teaspoon of celery salt. So that's kind of a basic recipe for seasoned salt. But again, you can Google that and find a million and a right. half recipes for it. And seasoned salt's a good thing where if you find a really good one that you really enjoy, it's a good thing you can like quadruple or quintuple or plus and get a big you know thing going. You see how you know sell seasoned salt is a big thing. I'm a more of a fan of Making your own season salt because you get a little more dimension to it. It's really good. Yeah, and making salt's a also big a natural quantity. preservative. So yeah, it's not making a big bad. quantity and have it there. You know, and in in if you're um, need less salt, quote unquote salt, because I have high blood pressure. I'm trying to stay away from salt. If you read that recipe, it does start with quite a bit of salt. Six tablespoons of salt. You can put a low amount of salt in and everything else in there because it's seasoned salt. There's a lot of other things in there that are very, very good. And you might find yourself using well. less than you would of yeah. just plain table of salt too. Absolutely. So these seasonings, especially those of you, I, I would say who like, oh my God, I love salt. I can't get rid of salt. But the doctor says, or I have high blood pressure or whatever, get in different seasonings because you might find the same um, draw to salt that you do in different aspects of different seasonings. Yeah. And the flavors are fun. It's It's just... This should be more than Spices anything. It, it should be fun. It should be something that right. that brings a little bit of dimension and color to your food. And you know, if you have kids that are old enough and you think it might be a fun project to give them some spice blends to mix up, that could be really fun. Um, otherwise, you know, kick them out of the kitchen and do your own thing and have a good time. But yep. really enjoy and just get creative. And hopefully, this uh, gives you a little inspiration to try that out. Maybe start with one blend and see how it goes. But All right, guys. We'd yeah. love to hear about it. So if you let try us it, know. let us know. Yep. Get away from the boring little seasoning. Mix up your life. Season up your life. Spice it up. As Yoga always says, as Emma always says in yoga, if you want it a little spicier, you can do it this way. Yep. I love it. All right. Talk Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye. Bye.